The growling woke me. Not because I was scared, I was asleep, so I couldn't be scared. The growling woke me because it was so loud and irritating. Blinking several times, trying to figure out where I was, I glanced at the diving watch on my left wrist and realized that instead of the hours it felt like I had slept, only minutes had gone by. Fifteen, twenty at most. The snarl drew my attention to the open window. With the moon shining in from the outside, it was easy to see that there was nothing there. Maybe the sound was all in my head. When a shadow blocked the light as it passed by, I rolled off the couch and hit the floor. What the hell? There was something or someone out there, and whatever it was was now scratching along the outside of the wall, walking the length of the porch. I heard movement, creaking. Something scraped over the wood and hit the wall. Standing up, I rubbed my eyes to clear them and looked toward the window by the front door. I wasn't scared, certain when I heard the heavy footsteps that I was about to face a man, not an animal. I didn't think there were any large predators in Kentucky anyway. The loud bang on the front door startled me, and I was struck by the thought that it should have been torn off its hinges. Surely the wood, as hard as it was, could not have survived the blow it took to create such a powerful noise. The second sound, followed in a matter of seconds, was the crash of glass as a fist came through the wood, splintering as it retreated. When the door fell forward into the room, I released a breath I hadn't realized I'd been holding. My surprise was fleeting as I found myself looking at a man. A large, naked man. His eyes were glassy, with pupils that were completely dilated, and he was shivering just as Febron had been, even though it was still hot outside. What are you doing here? I asked as the man growled, baring his teeth, his hands curled into claws. He made a face, his lips drawing back in a snarl, eyes widening, lifting his hands like he was about to strike me. As tired as I was, I acted without thinking. Lunging forward, I caught his chin with the heel of my hand, snapping his head back and shoving him hard, which upset his balance enough to allow me to push him over the porch railing down into the flower bed. I was surprised by how quickly he rose, turned, and flew at me. It seemed like a blur of speed. One minute he was in the dirt, the next he was attacking me. I dodged out of his way, and he went tumbling through the window behind me into the house. Adrenaline, I decided in that moment, would get me home. If not all the way home, then definitely to my friend David's place in Nicholasville. I bolted off the porch and ran around the larger house, came crashing through some people still milling around the bonfire, and skidded to a stop beside my pickup. Pulling out my keys, I was in it and moving, my truck fishtailing in the dirt, sending up a cloud of dust before I stomped on the gas pedal and hurtled down the road. No matter how hot Luke was, it was not worth my sanity. Naked, growling people were not my idea of fun. When my phone rang minutes later with no caller ID, I let it go to voicemail. I was not in the mood to talk. I simply had to focus on the road and getting all the way home in one piece.